Project on 101.5 UMFM. This is Ashley Vianyash. Today I'm here with Luke or Lucas mm-hmm. Hamilton from the Sturgeons. How are you? I'm doing great. Good. I only have one of two twins. Yep. I mean, it's usually the two. Half today. All the better half. Wow. Um, which are you guys um, identical? Yeah. 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 We you are. You kind of have the same face. I saw pictures. Yes. Um, I was hoping <laughs> that both of you come in and be like, oh, I'm seeing double. But no, just, just one, which is good. I got the There's better no half. In here, right? No. Well, we could do that, actually, um, if you wanted. We can get me. <laughs> Maybe it'll feel, make me feel more comfortable, yeah. <laughs> more connected. Um, so, for everyone who's listening, can you give us a little quick elevator pitch of what your music is, who you are? Well, we are the Sturgeons. Um, and we've been, we've been playing in Winnipeg for a long time now, uh, me and my twin brother, uh, been playing, been going to Folk Fest for over 18 years, so that's a big influence on us. And mm-hmm. we've dealt, developed our, our music down to probably a 
folk roots kind of stuff you know like the song you just heard has got a bit of blues to it and some country mm-hmm. as well so you know we, we kind of like to try to challenge ourselves and play a different almost a different genre and try to write that differently every time so yeah awesome yeah. so when did the sturgeons start i mean your first album was back in 2011 right yes but um i guess we started developing our music what was that uh 06 i guess 06 okay. yeah we started playing around uh in high school mm-hmm. um and then ever since then we've always always been playing yeah. music whether we've been doing it full time or, or or just doing it when we have the time or what, but uh, so on. Well, we've been always been doing it. Mm-hmm. We've always been playing every year. So, were you? Were did you take lessons growing up? Or? I did not take any lessons. I'm self taught drummer. Um, Cal had actually taken guitar classes in high school. Okay. Which he ended up meeting uh, Roy Verbrugge, our our third member. Um, then, which was kind of funny because we hadn't known Rory then because he f- came from a different school. Mm-hmm. It's a great story, actually. Um, and he started playing a song. We were just in the works with another buddy of ours starting to write, really. And then Rory was playing this song, and Cal kind of looks over and he's like, Where did you learn that song from? Oh, he's like, A buddy of mine, Ian. And he's like, Oh, that's cool. That's my song. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, so ever since then, I mean, Cal and Rory have been good friends and they've that's you know, awesome yeah. that's so like that'll be such a crazy um, yeah experience. so obviously he quickly became part of the band and, yeah and uh, never oh, looked awesome. back since yeah and, and so what does Rory play uh, he plays a lot of things actually mm-hmm. uh, he plays pedal steel mostly on this album I think but uh, we've had him play banjo on a lot and he plays harmonica as well heard in that first song mm-hmm. occasionally does some backups as well had you um, before you were taking or before your brother took lessons and you kind of self-taught drums? Um, how, what was music like in your in both of your lives before that? Like when you were growing up, other than um, folk fest. Yeah, yeah, we always liked the the festival scene. My parents as well, but uh, my grandfather had a huge vinyl collection when we were growing up. He had over sixty thousand records Holy in his smokes. house at one point. Yeah. Six, wait, 60,000. 60,000. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> so That's a lot of zeros. House, yeah. So after he had passed away, uh, my dad had to try to figure out what to do with all the records, you know. Mm-hmm. So we actually just recently adopted his records because obviously he's gone to digital. and <laughs> mm-hmm. So we thought, give us all the vinyl, right? Yeah. Um, so I think our dad was a big influence as well because he, he loved music. He wasn't, uh, and he played guitar. But he was never like a, a musician or anything like that. Uh, just a big music lover. Okay. Yeah. So you just always. And what, what kind of music was on these vinyls? Um. Well, our grandpa had all sorts. Like mm-hmm. he was definitely more into like the classical and all that stuff. But okay. my dad was kind of more into, well, quite a broad range. You know, um, we listened to you know the Led Zeppelin, the Beatles, like all all those yeah. essential <laughs> essential okay. records, right? So. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So then fast forward to you and your brother deciding to start a band. How did that happen? Um, I think, well, like in high school, we just thought we'd try to play around and, and do it. And it just seemed like that's what we enjoyed doing. So why not build on it, right? Okay. Um, it's but, been a while now since we started it. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, we had a, a, a first another original member ian mcintosh who had um 
at, in the early years off our first album. Um, but he had moved to Montreal and stuff. Uh, Rory always stuck with us too, but we just continued writing. I mean, it's that's what we wanted to do. Were you both like the main songwriters, or was um, Callan doing more writing because he had the guitar? Or Cal definitely does more of the writing. Yeah, he plays just because he had the guitar, you know, and that, uh, he he definitely loves that kind of side of the music is the, the creating and the producing of it, mm-hmm. and, and and that. So he definitely does. The, the majority of the writing. Okay. Um, I definitely did uh, quite a bit more in this new album with him, and we worked we worked more together on the lyrics and that. But usually he'd uh, have a, a, a really good lick that he liked, and he'd play it, and he'd call me up, and uh, we'd jam it out, and, and we'd try to figure out an arrangement from there. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And would you say that the sound that you started out with when you were first working together is similar to what you're making now, or have you... Um, We've cha- definitely changed. Uh, changed to more like folky, folky roots, like soft, easily listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, like when we were, in, you know, high school and younger, we definitely were playing those covers and upbeat rock, rock tunes, having fun with that. Yeah. But since then, we definitely uh, graduate, uh, gradually transitioned. Yeah. To, yeah. Yeah. However, uh, <laughs> we've also been starting to write more, more heavier tunes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that maybe you'll see in the future. Oh, very exciting. Um, Okay, Uh, I had a question. Um, Oh, it's gone. I hate when I do that. I'm like, okay, don't forget this question because it's really interesting. Um, Nope, it's gone. Whatever. Uh, So, you have a release on May... 30th yes, coming up Wednesday, very soon yep. for your third is it your like have they all been full length albums or yes okay yeah. so third, third um yeah. i guess would you call that a junior album because it's like sophomore and then i don't know never mind <laughs> <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i've heard Good. people say their sophomore album yeah. for their second so i guess it would be yeah. your junior and senior i don't know <laughs> i don't know it depends <laughs> on how you categorize that I yeah, don't yeah. Know. so it's your third full length album uh you're releasing it on may 30th at the park theater um, tickets are available on Ticketfly if anyone wants to get any mm-hmm. in advance. They are $15 right now, but at the door, they'll be $20. Uh, doors start open at 7, and the show starts at 8. Um, the album is called Black and White, and that's actually one of the songs that uh, mm-hmm. is on the album. Why did you decide to go with Black and White as the title track? Um, that is actually a pretty good question. I'm not too sure exactly how we landed on Black and White. I think now... The song, it wasn't our single on this album, Black and White, but I think it kind of resonated with the rest of the songs in terms of how they're written and what they're about, mm-hmm. um, that everything isn't all black and white, right? It's it's not yes or no, easy. Um, I think, yeah, I mean, it was it was interesting concept to me for sure, too. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I think that can really resonate with anybody, especially when you get start to get older. You realize it's not all this or that. I, especially myself, as I'm uh, blossoming into an adult, I realize that there's lots of gray areas. Yeah, there's everything. no easy answers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, uh, yeah, and you have to try to figure them out on mm-hmm. your own. Yeah. And I guess the, the colors black and white worked really well with branding because we had talked about before we started recording how you do all of the branding and art because you're a graphic yes. designer. Yes. Um, was that another reason why you um, picked the song, or was it? Just uh, yeah, it with- was actually. Yeah, really. I thought it would, it would stand out. Okay. A lot, you know, and, and you'd catch, catch your eye. Mm-hmm. Things, you know. And how did you get into graphic designing? I got into it. Well, I went to Red River College for it. Yeah. But uh, my 
both my parents were uh, freelance designers working from home mm-hmm. all, uh, all my childhood. So it, it was a pretty easy transition. You know, I was definitely pretty artistic when I was a kid and liked to draw. So yeah. Do you think your parents were excited when they found out that you're going to follow in their footsteps? I think they were. I think they were excited that I decided to go to school to school yeah. for anything really <laughs> i really wasn't sure on what yeah. to, what i wanted to do i mean other than music was mm-hmm. uh, um i knew i wanted to do that but i'm mm-hmm. very grateful for what uh going to red river yeah. i mean i have cl- my closest friends i uh met at red river too so oh, cool. cool yeah very happy i did that because it's always it's always funny because people like are always pr- usually proud when their stu- kids will follow in their footsteps but when it's when it's like an, an arts Maybe the parents would be like, oh, no. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't follow our footsteps. Become a doctor or something. Mm-hmm. But no, my parents were very that's supportive that's about wonderful. our music side of things, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, amazingly supportive. So we're that's great. thankful for that, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's very convenient. I mean, my parents are always supportive too and it's but this like like but is this a hobby like yeah or it's hard because they're your parents it. right it's like yeah so you said it's good but but is it good yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whether, like, i think it's great but are you sure yeah, yeah. <laughs> like how much longer are you gonna live with us <laughs> um so back to the artwork um the sturgeons actually first let's talk about that the na- do you fish a lot is that we do we love okay. to fish yeah mm-hmm. we uh uh well my parents live out at falcon lake okay oh yeah they live out there full time. Yeah. And we always went there every weekend when we were growing up. Okay. And fishing was just something that we always loved to do. It was something peaceful mm-hmm. to do. Yeah. So why sturgeons though? Why not like any other fish? Uh, well, I thought it was an interesting fish. You okay. know, it's not a predictable fish that most people know of. And it's a prehistoric fish. And um, we were, when we were writing, we were young kids, but uh, we like. Like we think that we're kind of old souls, and we write old style music, not not like music current music today. Um, so we thought that kind of related to the the prehistoric fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that kind of like will immediately resonate with certain demographic, which I think your music really re- like resonates with, like right. like those those country folk who love to fish and enjoyed this kind of music. And so you're, I think that's really clever. Mm-hmm. Um, so then. W- you chose black and white for the colors and everything, and the artwork is really nice for the album. I'm looking at it right now for those who are listening on the show and can't see it. I'll <laughs> include a picture on the podcast post later this week. Um, why or how did you come up with this kind of like logo? Um, how did I? It developed actually. I did the fish a while ago. Has it always um, been your kind of like your like your logo or? We've had just we have had different logos, but it's always been a fish, a fish incorporated okay. into it. Yeah, and then I had this one that I hadn't used uh, at all, so I, I wanted to to use it in that, and I incorporated the rest with it. Mm, um, I feel like this has been like a good like you pl- you planned ahead for marketing. Like this could be like buttons or stickers. Or, yes, which we so. will have. Yes, Very exciting. We have so stickers come of, to the show. You can buy yes, yeah. And so was it? Uh, I, I like how when you open this, there's a picture of a dog. Yes. Who's that? I am a new dog owner. Oh. So, yeah. Uh, it was around all the time when we were recording. Uh, so, I thought it made sense. I wanted to capture what we were doing at that time. Mm-hmm. You know? And, I mean, everyone would love a f- picture of a dog. I mean, yeah. I'm a little smile, right? disappointed that the dog's name is not here with everyone else who's a part of the album. <laughs> uh, what's the dog's name? Uh, Harley. Harley. Yeah. 
boy or girl? He's a boy. Boy. Yeah. So, not that that matters, not, yeah. but so sweet. So people will need to buy the album and uh, look at the dog because I'm not showing you what it looks like. Um, <laughs> so there's a third picture, though, and it's in color. What was the decision with that? Uh, well, that, um, we're in a place we were at. We had toured, I guess not last year, the year before. Um, and when we went on tour, we were going west to east and all summer, gone all summer. Yeah. So our lease was up in our, in our uh, house we were at at the, mo- at the time. Uh, and our roommate was also moving out then. So mm-hmm. we had thought, well, wait a second. If we're going to be on tour all summer, why why pay rent? Yeah. <laughs> really? So we had we had planned to leave the that place anyway. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we just uh, decided to do that. And then... So after the tour was over, we needed a place to stay. Yeah. And uh, a good, uh, good friends of our parents and ours um, that enjoy our music, they go down south to Mexico every year, so they needed someone to... Uh, watch their house. Watch their house, yeah. So we uh, stayed there, and we did... That's when we started recording this album. Oh, wow. Was at so that house there. Wow. I love the color of this house. Yes, it's a um, turquoise color, mm-hmm. yeah. It's very nice. Uh, and now I know where you were living, so yeah. I can just find yes. on the internet. <laughs> yep. Um, that's a shout-out to John and Diane, I think, yeah. right there. Yeah. yeah, thank you so much for letting them make this album, or live with, at your place while they figured all this yes. out. Where'd and you? let me have a dog. Yeah. <laughs> Was it? They, yes, I had bought the dog when I was living there. Oh, wow. So, yeah, very thankful for them for letting me have a so, brand new puppy in yeah, their house. So this was a really big part of your life and, and during the recording process. So that's really great that you um, um, did that. Let's take a quick break. We were going to listen to Make the Move, but since we talked a little bit about Black and White, how about we listen to that one? Sure. Um, do you know what the what was the inspiration for the song, other than it just being like there's more than Black and White? Or was there a reason why you guys wrote this particular song? Um... I think Cal was definitely, uh, he, he had done more of the writing in this album, so I can't really say for sure. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he was probably going through some things, and um, he, he uh, the only way he gets through things, I think, is is by writing. And yeah. he uh, he has troubles even explaining as to why he writes these songs and stuff. But uh, I definitely had noticed as soon as he wrote that, like, oh, where where it comes. I mean, you'll listen to the song, and you'll you'll know where it comes from. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what we want to talk about anymore. Everyone, you're listening to the Winnipeg Music Project on 11.5 UMFM. This is Ashley Banyage. I'm here with Luke Lucas <laughs> Hamilton from the Sturgeons. They have a release show on May 30th at the Park Theater. So come on down. You can buy tickets in advance for $15 on Ticketfly or $20 at the door. The show starts at 8 uh, and the doors open at 7. Do you know who's opening or if there will be We have there? Sweet Alibi opening. Really? Yes. Wow. Excited, so this yeah. is going to be a very neat show. So you cannot miss it. You have to come down. Uh, we'll talk more when we come back. But now you're listening to Black and White from their new album, uh, Black and White. <laughs> Shout out 
We're back on UMFM 101.5. This is the Winnipeg Music Project. I'm Ashley Vinyash. I'm still here with Luke Hamilton. I'll just stick with Luke. Sounds good. Okay. (laughs) From the Sturgeons. Uh, We just finished listening to their song, Black and White, which is the name of their album, which is being released on May 30th. That was wonderful. Uh, We were talking about, like, dynamics and stuff like that. Let's not talk about that. I remembered my question that I wanted to ask Uh uh, beforehand, um, and I wanted to ask it because I think it's interesting. Um, uh, (laughs) And I've already forgotten. No. Um, What was 
do you have specific inspirations for for the sound of this album? Like, were there, were there certain people that you were listening to that you feel had a, a direct influence on what this album sounds like? Um, yeah, it's pretty hard to say. Um, I mean, it would help if Cal was here. He did more of the, the writing process there. Um, mm-hmm. And we kind of, we've kind of recorded you, it in two your, different areas. So, like, when we were listening to music, it was different. But I think one band I could remember would be like Deep Dark Woods. Okay. We were listening to quite a bit at that moment in time, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, aren't you twins? Can't you, like, talk to him? Some- <laughs> yeah, I could try. it's called a phone. I'll just give him a call. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had, like, this, like, don't you have this, like, connection? Isn't that how it works? No? Yeah. The, <laughs> I mean, that connection only goes so far. <laughs> we're not superheroes or anything, but... <laughs> I know. It's just a joke. Yeah. Um, I know. I don't know. I've never had a twin, so I don't know how it works. Maybe... I have never been not been a twin, so I don't know how that works. Oh, that's true. Um, not related to music at all, but like, what's it like growing up with someone who's like looks like you and maybe have similar, maybe not the same personality? But do you, did you get away with a lot of stuff together, or could you like when you're younger, could you like switch places a lot? Or we could. I mean, ever there was always people that wanted us to do that, um, so we didn't do that too often. Just on the base that everyone else wanted us to do. Yeah, it's yeah, like, uh, for sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no. Um, being a twin, it's got its ups and downs for sure. You okay. know, I like to look at the positive things. But it's it's comforting being a twin because um, you always have that person to talk to. Yeah. I mean, when I'm thinking of, um, you know, people that don't have any siblings or anything like that, they, they I would feel that they feel more alone right yeah. they don't have someone to talk to mm-hmm. talking is a big thing so i always have that person to refer to yeah so i always have that comfort level that i can discuss with them yeah mm-hmm. and do you think i mean siblings in general but do you think because you get to go on tour a lot that your relationship is even in closer and that you're just um i'm not sure if it brings us closer we're we're both very similar so i think that i mean that helps obviously we like a mm-hmm. lot of the same things yeah but I think over over the years we start to develop different uh, yeah. personalities, right? So mm-hmm. I think that tends to uh, can clash a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're uh, we're pretty lucky that uh, we get along so well. <laughs> have you have you always done uh, music together, or was there at points when you had done bands? In, no, separately? we have always done it together. Okay. Yeah, uh, that's interesting, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's always been the two of us, yeah. Yeah, and I guess luckily it just worked. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't hate each other after yeah. it. Because I've heard a lot of stories of, of bands working together, especially with siblings. But I wonder if it's different if you're twins. I don't know. I mm-hmm. mean, I, the, 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 I don't know if there's any studies on that or anything. But I always hear stories uh, when doing interviews of how people have done with their sibling and they don't do it anymore or they made a decision not to do it with their sibling or they waited till they were a certain age to actually start working together. Oh, yeah. um, but I mean, if you're the same age, it doesn't matter. Like, you can't really wait yeah. <laughs> until yeah. they're they're older because they're yeah. older too. Awesome. So uh, you have an upcoming tour as well after the album release. We do, yes. Starting in uh, mid July, the thirteenth. Um, where are you going? We're going to go out west again. I mean, we loved out west. Uh, two years ago, we uh, had traveled out west. Well, with a different band actually. Uh, Roy Verbrugge has also started his own band, so we kind of okay. involved with that, and we booked out west there, and then the Sturgeons and Roy went all the way uh, out east east as well for our first time. Okay. And uh, we uh, decided to go all the way to the east coast, <laughs> not just 
Toronto area. All the way. So that was quite uh, quite a long drive. Yeah. I but. wonder if because of your your album, or you sorry, your, your your group name, if you're popular out there because like <laughs> the music and the fish. Yeah, I wonder if there, <laughs> I there's any sort of connections. Like, yeah, maybe just get all the fishermen to come. Yeah. 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 Or like, if yeah. you fish, you get a discount. Or but no, we're gonna go uh, out west again, and uh, I think we're gonna hit uh, Calgary and uh, Kamloops. Uh, we're gonna go down to Waterton if you've ever been there. It's uh, just the corner of Alberta. Okay. Uh, just before BC, beautiful area. Oh, National awesome. Park, you know. So ha- we're excited to be there. Yeah. Have you planned any fishing trips while you're in? We have not. Trip? No. There was one opportunity we had uh, years back. We were in Harrison Hot Springs, and they do quite a bit of sturgeon fishing there. And then they were actually going to take us sturgeon fishing. We were super excited. Have never caught a sturgeon or anything like that, but. Uh, then there was paying customers that came by, so we weren't able to do it, mm-hmm. unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, but that's cool. Like, I know um, a couple artists, when they tour, they make sure to, to, to sneak in some fishing time. Mm-hmm. Like, well, we definitely like uh, like to camp in that. Okay. So we we enjoy, like, giving us the time to go go for hikes and mm-hmm. all that kind of thing. Yeah. So when you're touring, do you camp? Yes, for the most part, unless okay. there are accommodations, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, does, does that, is that cheaper? I'm, I'm assuming so. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, it, yeah, it's getting pretty close now. I think though, there's some pretty expensive camp campsites now. Really? You know. Hmm. Yeah. Because I'm like thinking about like when I tour in the future, maybe I should just camp. But um, if it's like the same, then why not just sleep in my car? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, that's a struggle because we've done that too. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, if you need to, it's safer to sleep in your car than drive tired. That's true. At some points. Yeah. Um, we were talking about, oh man, see, I forgot again. I was ready to talk about something before we started recording. Um, I don't know what's wrong with me today. I don't think <laughs> I've had enough caffeine. If it comes back, I'll, I'll make sure to talk about it again. Um, I want to talk about the making of the album because it's been a few years since your last one. Um, this is, was released in 2014 and now you're releasing this one. Why was there that break? Um, I think life got in the way I think a bit okay. I mean because we're we're both not full-time musicians we both have our jobs and mm-hmm. I think uh with the transition there we definitely just sunk into our our jobs that could pay the bills right so yeah. we got there and then we also were really focused on um working towards buying a house okay with my brother and I actually had bought a house just last year congratulations that's what we did after yeah. living at that uh turquoise mm-hmm. house is, yeah uh, you know yeah we lived out at the lake for the summertime looking for a house. So, like, half this album was recorded at the Turquoise House, and half of it was recorded at, at our new home. Yes. Yeah. No more paying rent. Wow, congratulations. Yeah, that's amazing. You. Yeah. Um, wow, that's awesome. Yeah, another benefit to being a twin, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> you can share. The split a house, yeah. <laughs> well, that's awesome. So, uh, life got in the way and everything. So then why did you decide that you, to start recording an album? Um, well, cause a lot of people wanted to hear it, okay. you know, and I, I mean, we didn't want to get away from it either. So, uh, it, it took us that long to get to it. Um, yeah, I think it just with Cal's work, uh, he's not able to pick up the guitar as often as he wish he could. Right. So it just took that much longer to get the album out. Uh, we had worked on these so- songs for so long, right? Mm-hmm. So now we finally we found the time that we could put it together and, and release it. Yeah. So during that that three year four year time period, you were still writing songs and you guys were still performing, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And 
how often were you writing a new song? Oh, that's that's a tough one. Um, with the way Cal writes songs, is uh, they never get finished. Really, you know, they're they're almost there. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think he ha- um, when he finishes a song, he's almost over it at that point. So he almost doesn't want to finish it. So I guess that also extended our recording time because we never really got to the point where it's like that song is done, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it was definitely in more of an experimental way as w- as we developed them recording because Cal has a recording studio at home. And that's what he likes to do as he recorded this album. Yeah. So we definitely approach the writing with the recording which is not what most people do but i think that's what we liked and we wanted to make it something different a different experience in terms like in terms of your sound or just yeah sound the over, overall okay. yeah okay um and so that being said you did all this like it's all self-recorded um You've always done self-recording for all of the albums, correct? Uh, no. Our second album, we did um, quite a bit of the recording at Empire Studios. Okay. Yeah. And do you have a preference on, on either? Like, do you prefer doing it at home, or do you prefer it in a studio? I think, well, Cal definitely would probably prefer it at home. You know, he's okay. very involved with his, his work, and he, he that's what he loves very to do. You know? yeah. Um We find, like, well, when you go into a studio, it's... Uh, <laughs> You, you're racing the clock, right? Yeah. So in this way, we, we didn't want to do that. We wanted to take our time and, and write these songs the way they're supposed to be written. Mm-hmm. You know? Do you ever have like a, a third point of view come in and, and listen to these songs when they're not, when they're you're doing them yourself? Yes, we definitely have a few people that we like to to take a look at this and see what you think and give us your advice, right? I mean that we'd ask Roy for sure. He's, yeah. He's a big part of the Sturgeons and always has been. So yeah. And are they ever? Um, changing anything or is it just kind of like yeah that's good or um uh maybe subtle things here you know like uh maybe there's too much reverb or whatever Um, maybe we could try a different instrument here or what whatever you know Mm -hmm. they think but never never nothing you know nothing too big okay that's good that's good yeah um so these nine songs that are on this album how did they make the cuts to be on on the final version of this like um i think it just came down to the amount of songs uh, we were writing at the time, they fit this album. I think because as we were still recording this album, we were writing new material that wasn't fitting this album. Okay. Like I mentioned. Like that rock like the, stuff. That rock stuff. Yeah. We've been doing that quite a bit. Uh, excited to get to that, but, you know, let's not get ahead of ourselves mm-hmm. here, right? Yeah. So I think it became that those songs were the ones that fit together, that kind of told a story and, and, and worked well together. And what would you say that this story is for this album? Um, Based on what you know. That's a good question. I, I think it's mostly, it's kind of like, uh, what's well, based on stories of our our lives at that time, I think. Okay. You know, the, the struggles you go through and uh, also the good times, right? Um, we, we write about and sing about kind of sad things, but that it's not the intent to be a sad you know, a, a sad thing. We want to make people feel happy about it. It's like mm-hmm. people going through struggles. Yeah. You know, and it's not, it's not, not everyone goes through struggles. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And it's to look at like the positives. Yeah. To it. give you a, a peace of mind, you know, like something a little more comforting. Yeah. Well, that's great. Um, so then in terms of, again, sort of sound, do you think that these ones, because you said that you didn't want to include the rock ones because they sound more rock. Mm-hmm. You said that these ones all follow that a same kind of 
theme almost theme or yes. like our yeah. genre is kind of a, a yeah word, I think but. and that was it was because I, like you said like how long it took um, it was in that area where we were at at that time mm-hmm. right and I don't think we're we're no longer at that emotionally I think yeah we've we've moved on from that and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you're ready to make some noise with some rock yeah, music, exactly, which is exciting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that probably won't happen for next. Or do you think you're going to be faster with this next uh, one? I hope to be faster, but I uh, can't can't mm-hmm. say. I mean, yeah. We'll see what life brings. Yeah. And maybe you'll have another puppy. Yeah, we do know. also play with, like, Rory's has his new band, and yeah. we play in that as well. So that kind of takes up our time as well. So mm-hmm. I don't think we're in any rush to, to release a new album. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, you got this one, and you can do what you want with this one, and then and maybe in a couple mm-hmm. years, which is, which is great about when you're doing it part-time, you can create your own schedule. Yes. Yeah. Which is very nice. So th- we're going to listen to another song. We're going to listen to Make the Move. Um, do you know what inspired this song? Well, this one actually um, was later on in the recording, and it was just Cal. This one uh, came from Cal. It's uh, I think it's it's all him. It's very like a you know. A, yeah, well, you can take a listen to it, but this one's all Cal. Yeah, very simple. simple okay, song. you mean like 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 performing or lyrically? Or? Yeah, I think there's only guitar and him and his vocals on there okay i think maybe a little something else there but it's pretty pretty bare bones and why do you think he decided to do that i think he wa- like the way he wrote it he wanted it to be kind of delicate um and intimate and intimate yes. yeah yeah okay cool and do you know what it's about no no cal cal won't tell me what it's about mm, so it's probably <laughs> something very very yeah. emotional very interesting so i want you who are listening to listen to this next song uh tell me what you think and then go on to social media and let me know what your interpretation is of the album and we can talk about that maybe <laughs> um so on facebook instagram or twitter Winnipeg music project uh and let me know what you think the song's about uh i mean and then, then let the surgeons know i'm sure you have social media mm-hmm, we do yep. yeah on facebook facebook instagram we are on twitter yep Good. So you can tag them, tag the Winnipeg Music Project, or use the hashtag Winnipeg Music Project, and we'll find it, and we can we can um, read them and see if, which one's right. I don't know. I don't, we don't have a prize or anything. It's just whatever. It's fun. It's fun. Um, so we'll be right back. This is the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. This is Ashley Binish. I'm here with Luke Hamilton from The Surgeons, and now you are listening to the song um, Make Your Move from the album Black and White, which is being released on May 30th. down at your feet finally sitting down in defeat I look back at each day again I think we could still be friends quit my life or quit my job I no longer know what's going on I used to be so in tune and Now I'm just a singing the blues I, I can't make the move today 
working hard as fast as I can go. I'm feeling like I'm living in slow mo. No time to connect with those, the ones you love and the ones that go. here but now we're talking on the Winnipeg <laughs> Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. I'm still Ashley and I'm still here with Luke. Uh, while we were listening to that song I hope you found your own interpretation of it and are going to send it to us because I would really like to know what you think the song is about and maybe we'll have um, Callan come on in the future and then he'll just say if you are all right or wrong. <laughs> um, so plans for the future. Uh, we were talking about music school uh, and how uh, we, we, I just wanted to keep talking about it so yeah, we're going to yeah. talk about um, the idea of going to school uh, inhibiting your creative um, your creative bone? Sure. Uh, is that a thing? Yeah. Um, did you ever have um, the interest of going to school or, or taking lessons for drumming? Um, well, recently I have. <laughs> on, How come? On to, just to uh, advance my knowledge on drums, I think. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm definitely a big percussionist. So yeah. I like to maybe learn some more techniques on the drums. Yeah. Have you, have you thought about different instruments? Uh, I have been picking up the guitar more. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to probably learn more on that, too cool yeah i know a couple chords so i guess i'm a wow. player now so so more than me <laughs> i can play like one or two chords on the ukulele oh yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know if that really counts though um because yeah. you can learn that instrument on the internet pretty much yeah i've learned a few chords on mandolin as well too. yeah you know, that's cool that's the one does mandolin have the two strings per yeah. whatever two string like so eight strings in total yeah yeah wow what's that like uh it's fun it's like a percussive guitar really really yeah Okay. Have you thought about ever one day bringing it out at a show or a recording? Me, no. No? I'm, I'm definitely not uh, good enough for that, for sure. But uh, we have uh, a few friends that uh, play mandolin. That mm-hmm. Maybe we'll get him to do uh, do some stuff in the future. That's exciting. Yeah. Awesome. So, your show on May 30th. Why did you decide May 30th? Is that just like a date, or does it have special meaning? Or uh, It was just a date, Uh I mean, there was very little dates to choose from. I mean, the Park Theater gets really busy because yeah. it's, I mean, such a great venue. Mm-hmm. Um, and But I thought it would be nice to have something to break 
the week up. I mean, it's not like our music is uh, party music or anything like that. Yeah. It needs to land on the weekend. Mm-hmm. I think it's a nice place to go and, and, and see some good music on a, on a weekday. That's a Thursday. Wednesday. 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 Oh, that's right, because yeah. it's the 31st. Yeah. Um, okay, that's awesome. And um, you don't have to fight with the Village Idiots or anything because they're on break, so that's good. Yes. Yeah. Um, but why the Park Theater? Why not, like, Times Changed or Handsome Daughter or... Well, a Park Theater holds more people. Um, mm-hmm. We have done Park Theater from like with our last two as well. We, okay. We had debated whether we were going to go West End or or the park, whatever. But I think we just decided what we never had any problems with the park. It always yeah a great venue to work with. And mm-hmm. Eric there is is great. So yeah, they uh, take care of us. So. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, great things for the Park Theater. I've heard lots of great things, and I've seen lots of wonderful shows there. So I can, mm-hmm. based on my experiences, I can agree with that. Um, so you have Sweet Alibi opening. Yes. Right? Anyone else or just, just the one? Just them. I, okay. Yes. Yeah. Is this going to be like a sitting down kind of event, or will they have people like dancing? Or <laughs> Well, we always end up having a few people jumping up and dance, which we encourage, of yeah. course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's whatever you're feeling. You know? Yeah. I've, I've been to a couple shows like with this kind of sound, and there's always like there's a couple people that just go to like the corner, and they're like, <laughs> they're, there's some interesting moves going on. Yeah. Um, but I love that. I love that you can have all these different kinds of kinds of people um so f- anyway moving on um this summer you're going to be work- going to th- uh playing at the folk fest yes um doing the wandering minstrel yeah role what and for people who are, are not familiar with that um what is that yeah well we're not uh like set performers on on stages or anything but mm-hmm. uh they hire us to basically uh walk around the festival and the campground and stuff um playing for for people and and mostly the volunteers i think um to give like because they're busy doing work so yeah nice for them to have an opportunity to see music while they're working for sure yeah awesome so if you want to hear <laughs> the certain you have to volunteer at the folk fest uh <laughs> yeah. which, which is so you just keep great. an eye for uh, for us and we'll be wandering yeah. around with our instruments so. oh awesome that's great do you have any other summer plans for playing in winnipeg uh no dates in winnipeg for the summer yet Yet, yes. Mm-hmm. Yet. Do you, um, is there a certain time of the year where you're you're performing more often or it's just, because it is part-time so you don't have to rely on it, so. I think it's definitely the summertime is we're okay. playing more often. Yeah. I think it, uh, with Cal's work, it slows down as well as mine, so. Mm-hmm. And he's. Plus a- so many more opportunities in the summer, right? Fair enough. Yeah. Um, he's an audio engineer, so he's like, oh, why would it be less busy in the summer? That's a very good question. I don't know. I think uh, there's so much else going on that doesn't need it, I guess. I don't know. I guess so. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Well, he'll have to come on the show in the future and <laughs> explain yeah. what he yeah. does and everything. <laughs> so next album, you guys want to come on and talk about it. For sure. Or, or you, he could just wear your hat and you could do that thing. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll get him to come next time. Yeah. And I'll, yeah. yeah. Or maybe are you, Cal? Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or we can have Rory come on, too, go, and talk yeah. since he's been a part of it for a long time. Um, so we do have to start wrapping up, unfortunately. Um, the out, end of the hour is near. Um, so where can people find and support you guys online? Well, we're on we're on Facebook. We uh, do have a YouTube page and, and Twitter and Instagram. All that, all that stuff. All, all the fun that jazz. Social media stuff. What yeah. are you most uh, active on? Um, Facebook and Instagram, probably. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we do have a Twitter account, but I haven't uh, 
really dove into that world yet. Mm-hmm. Oh, you also have a website as well. Where includes, yes. Yeah. And that's where you can find all of the dates for the tours um, and links to music. So or I'm assuming a link to the ticket fly as well. Mm-hmm. So um, I will also include a link to that on the podcast page for you guys so you can um, find it for your for your so it's easier for you I always want to think of a word that <laughs> makes sense but I can never on the spot and I always forget to think what it is later yeah anything else that you would like to add or say before we go um nope nope okay um, no I'm pretty good good yeah. I think we co- I think we covered everything um so tour on the th- July 13th to the 21st which is very exciting um it's not your first tour and it definitely will be your last so it's very exciting yes very um much so. So everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. Uh, the Sturgeons are having a uh, release show on May 30th at the Park Theater. Um, tickets are $15 in advance or $20 at the door. Um, doors open at 7. Show starts at 8 with Sweet Alibi. Um, you can get your tickets on Take a Fly or, again, at the door. Um, we're going to close the show today with the song One More Song. Uh, I think that's fitting uh, mm-hmm. for the end. Do you know what this? What inspires this song? Uh, I think the love of music and being on the road mm-hmm. uh, definitely uh, inspired this song for sure. Yeah, it's something that you know it's really we're really passionate about. Mm-hmm. It kind of just sums that up. Oh, great! I want to. I forgot to set up the song. One second. Um, <laughs> so, did, were you involved in the writing process for this one at all? Uh, a little bit, um, but it was still. Uh, Mostly Cal, I think. Mm-hmm. This was definitely on the earlier side of uh, the recording rather than the later. Yeah. So when, you, when you're when you helping out or, or helping him, what are you doing? Are you just like throwing out ideas or are you like part of the instrumentation process? Or uh, Like he usually has like kind of uh, a song in mind or like a lick or two or something like that. And then we, we jam it out together to try to find the arrangement. Okay. Um, and then with a lot of these songs, we ended up writing the lyrics kind of later on. Okay. Yeah. And you think that's like a better a better process for you guys to have the lyrics last? Um, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was the way this one went, which yeah. was actually exciting and, and different. Mm, and um, new, yeah. And yeah, I think we we made, uh, yeah, we, we pushed ourselves to kind of work a little more together on it in okay. terms of the writing the lyrics together and writing mm-hmm. arrangements together. Yeah. Was that um, a challenge? It it was a bit of a challenge. Okay. You know, yeah. It was uh it was it was difficult. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wish I'd <laughs> asked this question earlier on so I can get into it more. But yeah. You lucked out. Um so everyone, again, thanks so much for tuning in. Uh next week we have the monthly music wrap up, so tune in to hear some new music released this month. We'll play one another one of the songs of the Sturgeons. Um if you're okay with that. Yeah. Um for all the music that had been released in the month of May by local music makers. Thanks so much for tuning in and I will uh talk to you next week and now you're listening to one more song from black and white by the sturgeons well i am wondering why i sit here tonight Thinking of all the memories I have made But when I'm moving around I feel planted to the ground And all that matters is to sing the song today And 
Now the train is moving quick And there's no place to sit So I just picked up my old Yamaha I ask everyone to join in Hoping no one would cringe Cause I'm inviting you to sing along No, I will not carry on Before I play one more song And I'll head on out that door Cause I'm traveling like a rolling stone Everyone has got a voice And will make their own choice Waiting for the moment to arrive So dance up out of your chairs And please do not be scared Cause I'm inviting you to sing along Before I play one more song But now head on out that door Cause I'm driving like a rolling stone No, I will not carry on Before I play one more song But now head on out that door Cause I'm traveling like a rolling stone entire world I've got to see But you can only take one day at a time Now I have gathered what I can And now I've become a man And now that you've sung the song It ain't even mine No, I will not carry on song and now head on out that door cause I'm traveling like a rolling stone no I will not carry on before I play one more song and now head on out that door cause I'm traveling like a rolling stone no I will not carry on Before I play one more song Then I'll head on out that door Cause I'm traveling like a rolling stone